You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes Aaron Dietrich here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe on this lovely Friday morning alongside Jake Martin from the Washita Citizen. What up, Jake? How you doing this morning, bud? I'm doing really well. Uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but Mississippi is on yeah. board. Yeah. Is it 29 days and counting? It was 30 days yesterday. So I guess that must mean it's 29 days and counting until you can go to a Mississippi casino. Mm. Place a wager on a sports team, sports game, whatever you want. So less than a month away. Yeah. You may have a problem already. Oh, I may have a problem. I hope your wife's listening, Aaron, because Aaron said this morning, you know what? My wife's not going to be home tonight. I might have to pull up some horse racing, grab my phone, and place a few bets. I'm not the one yeah. with the problem, my True friend. True story. True story. Man, that is fun. I, yeah, I thoroughly man. enjoyed that. Imagine getting to bet on something you actually pay attention to. I lost 20 cents on Sunday. Oh, it's going to hurt. Going to hurt the bank. Yes. Plenty to discuss over the next two hours. We want to hear your comments, your calls, your texts. It's called the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline slash text line. That number is 888-993-7762. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. Man, we got a plethora of headlines on this Friday morning. Yeah, we do. Um, should we start with Jameis? You feel like that's the biggest news? All right. I, I can go with that. Jameis Winston, of course, it looks like he will be suspended for the first three games of the season, including the first game versus the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. And how nice it is to have a franchise quarterback when you don't have to worry about things like this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? Uh, we do take that for granted sometimes. But, like you said, uh, the plan suspension will be the first three games. Uh, this, of course, stems from the alleged Uber driver incident where he grabbed something march of 2016 yeah they took their time the nfl definitely took their time on this one but uh Jameis would end up losing 124,000 of his 705,000 dollars this year don't feel sorry for him though i think he's gonna make like 20 million next year listen this is i really it's that slippery slope again like the ezekiel elliott deal where no charges are filed against Jameis winston in this case but then after the nfl does its investigation then they feel like they know more than the authorities yeah it's it's exactly the same thing and it all comes down to pr man they messed up with right we're gonna always go back to ray rice they messed up okay so they're going to overcompensate every single time. And that's what you're seeing here. You know, like you said, no no charges were filed, but they did their own investigation and they want to look good in the public image that hey, they're getting out ahead of this thing, they're still going to punish him even though no charges were filed. So they're using the uh Winston violated the league's personnel conduct policy. Yeah. Yep, so I, I thought that was probably the biggest news from yesterday, the fact that, and, and if you want to tie it in locally, like you said, we'll not play against the Saints. Uh, other NFL news, unfortunate to see this. Paul Turner, of course, former West Monroe, Louisiana Tech standout, is trying to make some uh, make the roster and, of course, turn some heads with the New Orleans Saints. 
We talked to Gus about this two weeks ago about how crowded and how difficult it would yeah. be to crack the Saints receiving core with the number of the guys that they have in there. Uh, Paul Turner cut yesterday from the Saints. Uh, they cut him to make room for uh, Terrence West. They've added another running back, of course. Uh, Terrence West, his best year coming back, uh, what, two two years ago where he rushed for over 700 yards with the Baltimore Ravens. But a tough break for Paul Turner. Man, it's so hard to make it in this league. And, of course, remember Turner with Philadelphia and the preseason that he had with them, what, two years ago. Yeah, got injured, and, of, of course, that, that didn't help him. But like you said, that when you have 13 receivers on one roster, it, it it's an uphill battle. You know, it's an uphill battle to make the team. And, of course, Saints need more running backs because of the whole Mark Ingram situation. And, of course, they wanted to make room for Terrence West, like you said. So it's a tough situation, but hopefully, you know, Paul Turner will land on his feet and get another opportunity somewhere else. Second part of that, of course, uh, Sean Payton earlier on in many camps talked about the fact they were just going to go with the running backs that they had, of course, with uh, Mark Ingram having to serve his uh, four-game suspension. Now it appears they've wanted to add a veteran running back in Terrence West, or at least to give him a shot in the preseason. There was some other news, and you're going to see it uh, nationally probably in the next couple days, but uh, Dak Prescott of the Cowboys has uh, dropped Jeff Guerrero as his agent. Mm. Tough break for uh, Jeff Guerrero and those guys, so uh, Prescott is moving on. Other headlines on this Friday morning. All right, so I, I can't believe you haven't got to an NBA draft yet. I was going to say that oh. I, I wasn't going to lead off the show with the NBA draft because uh, you know, all right, I'll 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 um, I'll be honest with you. I was watching the NBA draft yesterday, and I had this moment where I I, I enjoy it and I enjoy drafts a lot, but I had this moment. It was like the eighth pick, and I had this conversation in my head where I was like, "Does this really matter?" Does this matter? Because at the end of the day, we know Golden State's going to go. We know, uh, you know, wherever LeBron goes, that's going to be the ultimate team. So everybody's arguments against the NBA, and I'm a defender of the NBA. Everyone's arguments against the NBA. I was kind of feeling that yeah. yesterday while I was watching the draft. Cause Especially I was like, after the first, what, 10 picks. Yes, because you typically, I mean, you usually get a couple of good picks in there, but then – a lot of the time, a lot of these guys are bust because they're so young, yeah. and, and and they're not fully developed. And then they, you know. and there's so many roster spots. It's very difficult, of course, to yeah. make it on the team after the first round. The money's not guaranteed. I do reading up about the Pelicans pick uh, Tony Carr out of Penn State. You know, and he he's talking a big game. The point guard about the fact that he thinks he plays both ends, like Drew Holiday and of course Chris Paul. And then they follow that up with comments from uh, the GM talking about the fact, well, we don't even know if he's going to make the team. We're just going to see how this plays out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, vote of confidence that, right minutes after you draft the guy. Exactly. So, I don't know. I just kind of had that little conversation in my head, and I was like, man, for, for as much as I defend the NBA, I'm kind of having a difficult time watching this right now. I did Keep stay, those conversations in your head to yourself. I did stay <laughs> tuned. In though, because Michael Porter Jr. kept slipping and yeah. slipping and slipping. But yeah, I'll get into some NBA. There were st still some intriguing pieces to that draft and uh, some things that I would like to go over. But I'll I'll uh, just tease it. All right, winners and losers from Jake and the NBA draft coming up later in the show. I did see Mitchell Robinson got drafted by the New York Knicks. The former uh, Chalmette star 
the kid, of course, was expected to go to Western Kentucky, then was expected to, of course, attend the NBA Combine. Neither of those happened, but he did get selected, but it did come in the second round. So he did slide a little bit. The last time he actually played in a real game was in the state semifinals a few years ago. You were there. Yeah, I was there. I saw his last game. That's right. He did not look like an NBA player at that point. He looked like a pretty good project, though. Sure. All right, other headlines. College World Series. How did we bury this lead? That's what Russell wants to know. Lead off the show with them hogs. Hashtag Omaha Hawks. They didn't play last night. But Florida did. Uh, Florida got the victory over Texas Tech 9-6. to six, And this was this was my other issue, Aaron, because it was going on at the same time as the NBA draft. And I ended up flipping over to Florida because I was just like, you know what, I'd rather watch the game. Mm. Anyway, there were a lot of great defensive gems in this game. I know it doesn't sound like it if you just read the box score, 9-6, to six, pretty high scoring. There were a lot of tremendous plays in this game. And, and one I wanted to – single out was the double play by the Florida center fielder. Texas Tech had two men on. I think it was either the fourth or the fifth inning, uh, and, and Florida was up one to nothing. But Texas Tech had two men on, uh, first and second, and at the very last minute, it's one out. At the very last minute, they leave the, the bag and try to you know get an extra base. And the center fielder made an incredible diving play. I mean, he caught it at the very last second to double Texas Tech up and get out of that inning. And honestly, if it would have been zero outs, it would have been a triple play. I mean, that's how convinced those base runners were that that Florida center fielder was not going to catch the ball. Mm -hmm. So that was the best play of the night, I thought. Uh, But you saw a lot of great plays on both sides. And I'm kind of bearing the lead here. The, The headlines should be, that we have three SEC teams yeah. of the four. It just means more, Aaron. Yeah, I know. It just means more. You went we. Did I say we? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying we have. Okay. College World Series overall. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Don't put that on me. So the SEC baseball is pretty good this year. Yeah, I would say. So now uh, Gators versus uh, Arkansas at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, this afternoon, we got Mississippi State versus Oregon State. We're going to have a live report from Omaha coming up at the bottom of the hour with Brett Hudson. Mm, very nice. Other news. Oh. The Astros update. Well, they, they had the play. night off. Yeah, they had the night they off. They got Kansas City this week. They're 50 and 26 overall. We are your headquarters for Houston Astros. Baseball. Boom. Try finding that info anywhere else. Uh, just Google it. <laughs> um, I did want to mention a tweet. From my man, Johnny Manziel. All right, this was the tweet, maybe the tweet of the year so far, and I'm not overhyping this. Mm -hmm. So, Barstool Sports tweets out a conversation that Johnny Manziel had in an interview, and he was saying, the NCAA got so ridiculous, every time I went to a game or concert, they wanted to send an invoice asking how I paid for it. Mm -hmm. The interviewer asked, well, did you? And he said, I just paid for everything with cash. He retweets this and just puts straight cash, homie, a nod to Randy Moss, Mm -hmm. and tweets tweets at the NCAA, straight cash, homie, at NCAA. He does that now, though. He didn't do that at the time. Sure, but I don't care. That's still awesome. Like, that's that's, that's amazing. I saw that and couldn't stop laughing. Like, that's the most Johnny Manziel thing ever. Mm. Are you ready for your World Cup update? I thought you'd never ask. La pelota para Rakitic, va abriendo para Montoya. Está esperando Suárez, espera Suárez en diagonal, pero muy ancha la pelota, alcanza a enganchar la pelota, salva este lado, queda un hombre para la marca, le queda atrás a Suárez, golazo del Barça. ¡Gol! 
All right, Jake, go. You got 22 seconds to break it whoa, down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought this was your segment. Uh, Argentina, this was huge. They lose to Croatia. Croatia is heading to the round of 16 for the first time, I believe, since 1998. Argentina just laid down. They lose 3 to nil. France over Peru, 1 to nothing. And Denmark and Australia, they were in a 1 to 1 draw. Timed that out well. He did. John Tabor, though, we need to get him to weigh in. He is our World Cup expert. He's all in. Tabes, uh, Argentina, how big of an egg did they lay yesterday? Oh, they, they laid a humongous egg, and then they really started using some Bush League tactics in the last 10 minutes or so of the game. There was a little spot where there was a foul, and the defender for Argentina comes and kicks the ball after the whistle's been blown, and, I mean, just dead into the, the um, player's head. And he got a yellow card for it. I thought he should have been sent off. But, and just some sloppy tackles. And, you know, they were bickering with each other. It was, you know, they say trying to claim Messi's the GOAT. Well, he's not even been the best player in the tournament this year right now. So, enough of the GOAT talk. Uh, Tabes, what should we look for this weekend? More games. <laughs> That's I believe they'll be finishing up the second round and moving into the the final round, you know, round of pool play. You know, the third game of each group. So it is interesting when they play the third game. They play both games of the group simultaneously, so you don't get teams, you know, hedging their play just to get a draw to move through. You know, they have to play not knowing what the other two teams are doing. Tabes, one follow-up question. Uh, Fox's coverage overall, been impressed? Lukewarm? Yeah, decent. You know, you know I, there's some guys that I'll admit from ESPN that I did enjoy their coverage that, that I kind of missed this year, but it's not – it's nothing to complain about like the golf coverage. What what happened to the studio host guy? They, they kick him out. Uh, they basically said there was a scheduling conflict with Fox Sports. So literally midstream, he's out of a job. Uh, that is very odd to say that. I have no idea what you're talking about on that one. All right. All right. Well, one of their studio hosts is no longer working for Fox. That would be like uh, Fox uh, during the NFL season. All right. Uh, Howie Long has a scheduling conflict. Uh, he will not be with us the rest of the regular season. Yeah. Awkward. Richie says, John is a huge Messi fan, as if you couldn't tell. Um, let me ask you this, Aaron. Of all the – guest you've had in here over the past couple of weeks was anybody a big, a big soccer guy or yeah we had a couple soccer coaches on really yeah. no 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 i meant i'm sorry uh co-host uh, <laughs> no okay i'm glad we got john yeah to, to kind of fill in the gap there i made the argument though with you being a sports fan and myself also and of course this being part of our job and our, our love you need to open up your my I say this for myself too, open up your horizons and get a taste of it. The I've pageantry of World Cup and what's going on right now though. I don't care what you've done before. Yeah, but you live got in the, the college, present. You got the college world series going on, you had the NBA draft. All right, NBA draft's done. Okay. College World Series we're down to four. There's not as many games. Sure. That's your homework for this weekend. On Monday, we want to have here at least one minute of commentary analysis from even, you on the Aaron, world even cup. if i watched it i wouldn't be able to break it down <laughs> a couple of guys kicked the ball and went in the net a few times it was a tie they ran a lot they were very athletic it's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by louisiana pinnacle 
the starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. This guy crying? Let's get to the starting lineup. Brett Hudson will join us from the College World Series coming up at 7.30. Sam Spiegelman, he is a recruiting guru, recruiting expert. He's called a free agent journalist right now, though, but he covers LSU and high school recruiting in the state as well as anyone. He will join us at 8 o'clock. There was some pretty big news earlier this week. Of course, you referred to Derek Stingley, rivals, number one overall recruit, picking LSU. We'll ask him about that as well as some local guys. Guys like uh, Rustin's Ray Parker. Uh, Wes Moore, a buddy up in Little Rock, will join us at 8.30. He'll continue to tell Jake why Chad Morris is a better coach than Ed Orgeron. Oh, man. Wes will get his take on the Razorbacks' chances of winning the College World Series. I was just about to say, you've got the Hogs just tearing it up in Omaha, and all you want to talk about is Chad Morris. That There's an issue with that, Aaron. Wes will beat that drum coming up at 8.38. At 8.45, we look forward to catching up with Joey Trappé. There was some other news. It is official. Broderick Fobbs has a new raise or a new contract extension that takes him through 2022. Not a bad uh, pay base for him. 319000 per year plus in Senate. No, and a great job by Gramlin to get that done, to hold on to Fobbs. Uh, of course, he joined us on the show about a month, month and a half ago, and we talked about where the program is now compared to when he took over. We may have time to play a little bit of that song for you later in the show. Jake gives us uh, winners and losers from last night's NBA draft. Your calls, your texts, always welcome at 888-993-7762. We're back after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. 
Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. In the South, June means lawn work is only half done. There's still a lot of grass cutting to do. So through the end of June, you can save 10% on all residential grade zero turn cup cadet mowers from Yard Power. YP has a huge inventory of mowers to choose from because Yard Power is your cup cadet superstore. All cup cadet zero turn mowers, 10% off through June 30th at Yard Power. Highway 165 North in Monroe and on Walter Lane just off noon Dakadish in West Monroe. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the show, Aaron and Jake. Hanging out. Uh, got a couple of texts here for you, Jake. Greg says, good to have Jake back. Yes, I agree. Another one from uh, Martin says, oh, this is David from Arkansas. Good to have Jake back. Enjoyed all the guest hosts, but they're not Jake, Mark. How kind. Yeah, Thank nice. you. I, I paid those guys to send yeah. us. Russell, though, says, how is a school going to hold on to a coach at 300000 yeah. We did a quick Google search, yeah. just kind of comparing salaries in FCS and, and amongst MAC, uh, SWAC, sorry. Uh, and if you, if you go by these searches, and I don't know how uh, accurate they are, but they're saying the, the average is around 100000 to 200000 yeah. So that's a really good salary. Uh, f for the swag and, mm -hmm. and FCS, I saw, you know, if you want to encompass all the FCS schools, it's even lower than that. So, you know, three hundred thousand dollars is really good uh, for Grambling. And listen, Grambling stepped up to the plate. They know how much in high demand Broderick Fobbs is now. Three hundred nineteen thousand plus incentives isn't going to keep away the big boys, but you know, other comparable programs. And of course, Broderick Fobbs knows what he has now. Yeah. Leading the G-men, of course, what he's done with that program. So I think it's a win-win on both sides. I do too. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll, I don't say you could complain about this. Yeah. Uh, are you going to scoff at making three hundred nineteen thousand dollars per year living in the Ruston Grambling area? Yeah, I think uh, any of us would <laughs> trade places right now. No, that's uh, it's it's a great deal, and I and I think it will keep them around for 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 longer. And that was that was what we were talking about. You remember last year is who's going to come knocking at Broderick Fobb's door. Mm -hmm. We we expected that to happen just because of the success he's had at Grambling. All right, uh last night a uh, pretty cool uh, yesterday I made my way down to Winsboro. I mentioned the fact that uh, Booker T Burkhalter celebrated his 104th birthday on Wednesday. So I went down and uh, I I didn't expect to catch up with Book yesterday. I'm kind of putting together a little piece on him the later uh, July 2nd on KNOE so he's going to catch up with some community leaders and just talk about what impact this guy has made on this community or in, on that community over the course of coaching Little League Baseball for over 75 years at 104 he just finally uh, retired hung it up from coaching at the age of 102 oh man so I went to his birthday party when he turned 100. They're going to have another one for him on Saturday for uh, number 104. But anyway, I went out to the ballpark, and guess who's sitting there watching the game? The man. Yes. Mr. Book. Look, so. 
You said he coached for 75 years. Yeah. That's three lifetimes for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. But my favorite part of this, yeah. you tweeted the picture out with him. He had a hat on yeah. that had 104 on <laughs> yes. it. Yes. I don't think he was happy about wearing the hat either. So we sit down to do an interview, and he wanted to swap it out for a Saints hat. And I said, I was going to let the man do whatever he wanted to do. Sure, sure. But the hat signifying 104 is pretty cool. Honestly, I thought it was the the, the most baller thing ever. <laughs> like, I, And I tweeted that. I was like, my new goal in life is to lift to 100 and get a hat with my age on it and yeah. just wear it. Mm. Just like, hey, yeah, I'm 104. What have yeah. you done? It was cool just watching the interaction between him and, and the youngsters. And then, of course, guys that were up in their age a little bit, literally 60, 70 years old, coming over because they played under Coach Book. Sure, so yeah. the generations that this man has gone through is truly remarkable. Can't wait to share this story with you coming up on July 2nd. And by the well, way, he looked great for yeah. 104. <laughs> yes. He really did look great. I mean, we're talking about a guy at the age of uh, 96, 98, and I got footage to prove it, is out there uh, hitting grounders to his squads. Yeah. While I was doing that, Jake was all in with the NBA draft. Uh, yes, kind of, sort of. But I'll, I'll give you some, some takeaways from it. Uh, for me, the intrigue was Michael Porter slipping because, the, you know, a lot of people were wondering what the Kings would do. And by the time the draft happened, everybody was pretty – I guess pretty well they thought that Marvin Bagley was going to the Kings, and, and that ended up happening. So the the question was, how far will Michael Porter fall? I thought he would end up being a top-five pick. Not the case. He falls all the way to 14 to the Denver Nuggets. And it was, kind, it was one of those instances, and we see it all the time with the NFL draft, where they constantly show the guy on camera, and you're just like, man, I feel so bad. Yeah, because – the seconds have to feel like minutes, you know. I mean, you're on national television. You know that they're talking about you. And, of course, he ended up slipping because of his back injury. He had back surgery last year. Uh, came back to Missouri in the SEC ch- uh, tournament game. But, yeah, he played a total of three games last year. And so those health concerns kept some teams away. I do like the pick at 14 for the Nuggets simply because there's so much upside. You know, 14, it's still a lottery pick. It's the very last lottery pick. But you can take a gamble at 14. Like, let's – look, there's so much upside here. Let's let's just hope he's – we've done our homework on his health, and hopefully he can get back to the old Michael Porter Jr. So I like that uh, pick. And, of course, um, Aiton went number one uh, to, to the Phoenix Suns. And Joel Embiid, our guy, I, I love his colorful personality. He tweets out – don't compare Aiton to me either. I play defense. Taking a shot at Aiton, and that's been the, the criticism coming in is, well, yeah, uh, DeAndre Aiton's a great player, great, you know, when he wants to be. He has a lot of tenacity down low, especially offensively. But does he play defense? Why are his numbers so low on the defensive end? Is it effort? Is it is it just him, you know, is it a lack of trying? I don't know. But that's been his criticism, and I love that MB tweeted that out. So that was my other big takeaway. Uh, the guy that I really started to like as I kind of looked deeper and deeper into this draft was Luka Doncic. We've, we've never had a European player come over uh, with that's been studied this much, and he's a kid. He comes over as a kid who dominated a grown man's league, unlike these college players who dominated on the college circuit. So I think that is – that's a telling sign that this guy's going to be good. And Dallas liked him so much that they were willing to trade uh, their 
first-round pick this year and first-round pick next year. Of course, uh, Atlanta selected uh, Doncic, traded with Dallas at five. Dallas got Trey Young for Atlanta. So <clears throat> I thought that was a good pick for Dallas. Uh, I'm interested in how he does there uh, with the Mavericks. Uh, I, I, I wrote this down for you, Aaron, because I figured you would like this. Muhammad Bamba. Mm-hmm. His wingspan, a lot's been made about it. It's seven foot ten. He has a seven foot ten wingspan, which is record setting for, for the NBA Combine. But Reese and and uh, Jay Billis and Chauncey Billups, they they had a lot of fun with it. And as they were showing some illustrations of cartoons, their chemistry was so off. Like if you were watching it, Aaron, you would have cringed. Mm-hmm. And those who who watched the draft last last night know what I'm talking about. It was just rough. But I, I, I felt the need to mention the fact that he did have the record-setting wingspan. Pretty impressive. I like Jay Billis. I do, too. Hmm. It, but but they were uh, – I guess Jay Billis says wingspan a lot. And so Reese ended up saying it, and Jay Billis was like, oh, you're still in my thunder. So Reese would keep saying seven foot ten and pause and wait for Jay Billis to say wingspan. Yeah. And he just didn't catch the cue. Yeah. So it was just a lot of awkward pauses. And then Reese was like, you're missing your cues here. Anyway, I know the feeling. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, last but not least, uh, DiVincenzo, our guy from Villanova. Yeah. I said it. You nailed the name fairly man. well. Yeah. God, he was good, dude. He's he's awesome, and him going to the Bucks, I absolutely love it because Greek Freak gets a straight up shooter. So I can't wait to see how how they mesh together and what that looks like in Milwaukee. Oh, and one more thing, Drew Holiday's brother, Aaron Holiday. Was selected by the Pacers. What about Grayson Allen? He went to um, the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. At that seems like a good fit. Yeah. Um, why are you obsessed with him? Just because of the tripping? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think he's matured. I, I just because of last year. You know, I, I felt like he really did grow last year. And of course, I'm gonna defend the Duke Blue Devils. But uh, you know, junior year it was, it was really rough. But Last season, I, I felt like, you know, all the noise was turned down. He didn't go out of his way to, to trip people. I did see a kid from Shreveport, Robert Williams, win a 27th yeah. overall to the Celtics. How cool is that? I don't even think he's uh, 21 yet and now joins that storied franchise. Look, and, you know, they get another – the Celtics get another defensive-minded player, which I think is going to work well. Man, I, I can't wait to see what the Celtics do. Next year is going to be exciting, especially if LeBron goes to the West. Because you're going to have Houston, Golden State, and whoever LeBron is playing for on the West, and then they're going to have to play the Celtics in the finals. So it's not going to be like this year where you really only got two two or three juggernaut teams. I think you're going to have more juggernaut teams after what LeBron does. And what, in back-to-back picks, uh, two Louisiana kids, the, the guy from uh, Tulane, uh, Melvin Frazier, goes to Orlando at 35, and at 36, of course, Sean Metz, Mitchell Robinson finds a home with the Knicks. There you go. Let's take a timeout. Coming up after the break, we take a trip to Omaha, catch up with our good buddy, Brett Hudson. That's coming up after the break. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. 
Get your craw daddies now at Randall's Fine Meats. Randall's Fine Meats has your craw daddies ready to go every day. Low prices for live or boiled. Ask about their five and ten pound specials on some of the best crawfish around. Plus, Randall's will even cater your next event. Just give them a call, 343-0382, and book in advance. Randall's also has your specialty stuffed meats. And you have to try his fried cracklins. At Randall's, like them on Facebook or just stop on by. Randall's Fine Meats, 4205 Old Sterlington Road, Monroe. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. Brad Parker and his wife Leah opened the Iron Cactus in Calhoun, Louisiana on July 12, 2010 and has made Iron Cactus into a one-of-a-kind restaurant and, in my opinion, the best Tex-Mex in the area. They now have a second location at 428 Desired Street in Monroe. Iron Cactus offers a family-friendly environment that's open for lunch and dinner and also has an array of platters for your catered events. Every time you visit Iron Cactus, you'll find a dedicated and grateful staff with a commitment to deliver the best Tex-Mex, along with the fresh ideas that will make you want to come back again and again. They pride themselves in using fresh food to meet your expectations of a delicious dining experience, and they look forward to serving you in a simple cantina setting. What's better than the Iron Cactus fajitas? Eating them with a margarita, obviously. They are so excited to announce they are now serving your favorite margaritas, wine, and ice-cold beer in downtown Monroe. 428 Desired Street, Monroe, and 1304 Highway 80 East in Calhoun. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Jake, you still have the College World Series on your uh, bucket list? Absolutely. LSU has to be in it, though. No, not necessarily. Would but, you last the entire uh, week and a half? Probably not, but I would definitely love to experience it once, at least once in my lifetime. I don't know if you got a chance to hear it. Uh, Mark Fenn, he joined us uh, earlier in the week. He was fabulous. Of course, he's up there with his parents, uh, something they do on a yearly basis. Yeah, yeah, I envy that. Yeah. A guy that uh, we should be envious of, that being Brett Hudson from the Columbia Dispatch. He joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. Brett, how you doing this morning, bud? I'm good, man. How are y'all? How many trips to the laundromat so far? Only one, and I I think I'm. I think I'm going to make it through. Uh, I made my trip to the laundromat last night, and I I think I've got enough to to get me through if they make it through the uh, the championship series. It it might be cutting it close if they make a third game with that championship series, but cross that bridge when we come to it, I guess. All right, Brad, we got a number of things we're going to pick your brain about, especially uh, Mississippi State and, of course, SEC, yes. SEC's pot prowess so far in the College World Series. But this is your first trip to Omaha. Big picture, what do you think about the College World Series and, of course, TV, Meritrade, and the entire College World Series? Uh, the, the ballpark is absolutely beautiful. It's huge. Um, everything about that ballpark is, is incredible. Sufficient parking, which is huge logistically. Uh, I mean, it really, I have to give a lot of credit to the city of Omaha. Uh, first of all, it's a lot bigger than I was expecting. I don't know if I just had like a Nebraska in my mind or, or whatever, but Omaha is like fantastic. 
fantastic town. The downtown is super cool. You can eat incredibly well here for those that are interested. You can drink incredibly well here. Um, everything in Omaha has been cool, and the, the police presence in Omaha makes the traffic flow as smoothly as you possibly can when you've got tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people visiting the city for, for this event. Um, it's, it's been a really cool experience. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm doing it. Um, I should probably thank Mississippi State for that. Uh, maybe I will today when I see him. Um, but no, I mean, everything about the, the College World Series has been in, incredible. It, it's one of those things that anyone that has any enjoyment of the sport of baseball needs to, needs to find a way to do it at some point. It, it's truly awesome. Sounds like Brett will work for the Omaha Chamber of Commerce very soon. Raving yeah, my check is in the mail. Yeah. Uh, Omaha Steaks. Have you had a good steak yet? I have not. Uh, I think I'll do that this weekend, um, either to to celebrate finally getting out of this season, or to or to celebrate staying here for another two or three days. Whether whether state gets bounced or they get to the championship series, I'll, I'll probably be doing that this this weekend, and I can't wait to charge that to the employer. Not to rain on your parade there in Omaha, but uh, how has the Mother Nature and what it's been like, kind of? Watching the forecast and everything that has taken place over the last week. Yeah, that that first few days here was was pretty rough um, weather wise, but uh, I think the forecast is solid for for the next couple of days, which is which is all we need to to get to the championship series. What happens after that? Uh, who knows? I've I've heard some unsavory things about the the forecast for the beginning of next week with the championship series schedule for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But uh, I I don't know that for for certain. I just know we should be good today and we'll probably, uh, they think we'll be good tomorrow. So it seems like we won't have an issue um, setting the championship series. What happens after that? Who knows? I want to see, I want to see my wife, man. It'd be super nice. You know? I understand. Uh, you go into this thing and you look at this field going to the College World Series and the fact that three of them were from the SEC. Uh, I'm sure you had high hopes for all three of them. Now the fact that they reached the Final Four and three of them are still alive, what do you make of SEC flexing its muscles this week? No, that's exactly what they've done. They've they've been absolutely awesome. And to me, I think it's pretty clear that the the, the four teams that are playing the best right now are the ones that are in the the final four. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's, there's any denying that Oregon State, Florida, and Arkansas were probably the three most talented teams in this field. Uh, so what, whatever happened in, in that fourth one, it, it, as long as it was either Mississippi State or North Carolina that joined Oregon State in, in the final for bracket one, you, you probably would have felt pretty justified. You, you thought you, you've gotten what you expected to get in terms of, of talent level and, and quality of, of play. Uh, I mean, I know we're splitting hairs when you've got the eight best teams in college baseball here, but still that's what, that's what my feeling was coming into this. So the fact that it, it played out this way is, is, is nice for the fan because you're going to get high quality baseball over, over the next six days or so, depending on how long the championship series goes. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously fantastic for, for the SEC, I mean, this is why the SEC tends to have a better shot at 
pulling guys that could easily go to high, go to the minors right out of high school because they 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 know that if they come to the SEC and they face SEC pitching or they face SEC batters for two three four years, they know they're going to be significantly better than what they were coming out of high school. And that's probably going to mean a lot of money for them. I mean, you can see guys that are getting drafted out of high school in the third, fourth, and fifth round. They come to the SEC, and now they're, they're first-round draft picks uh, after, their, after their junior season. Those, those kind of things happen all the time. And when the SEC has 75% of, of the final four here in Omaha, those recruiting pitches just get easier and easier and easier. Brad Hudson from the Columbus Dispatch joins us from Omaha in the College World Series. Florida and Oregon State, with their stud pitchers, get off to rough starts. They have to fight their way through to get to this point of the tournament. What do you make of both of those teams? Uh, Oregon State doesn't necessarily surprise me that they were able to do that because their lineup is so freaking good. I mean, when, when I came into this, uh, you, you look at bracket one that had Mississippi State, Washington, Oregon State and North Carolina, I thought if you divided those teams into their individual units, their lineups and their and their pitching staff, I thought Oregon State's lineup was probably the best unit in bracket one. So it doesn't surprise me that, that they've gotten as, as far as they have. I mean, Nick Madrigal, the second baseman, was the number four overall pick in, in the draft a couple weeks ago. Uh, center fielder Stephen Kwan, he's actually been hurt. He hurt his hamstring earlier in the College World Series, but he's he's been awesome. Uh, they've got a, a catcher and a first baseman who've been just hitting the crap out of the ball. I looked it up last night. I think I think they're guaranteed to have at least four starters against Mississippi State later this afternoon that are hitting at least 320, and that number could be five if Stephen Kwan is able to overcome his hamstring injury and, and play in this afternoon's game. I mean, this, this lineup is unstoppable. Uh, more times than not. Now, people people have said that that's all Pac-12 pitching. That's not SEC pitching. That it's not that hard to do that out there. And, and now that they've they've done it in in the College World Series, uh, I, I think that kind of silences that criticism of the Beavers. For for Florida to do it, I was a little surprised by that, just because that's that's a team that's built on starting pitching. Uh, now, granted, they have some some really good relief weapons, including Michael Byrne, who was named the reliever of the year in college baseball earlier this week. Uh, but that, that's clearly a team that, that's built on starting pitching. They're built on getting six, seven, eight strong out of a starter each time out and then not having to work that hard to, to finish out a game from, from there. So for Florida to make it through um, the loser's bracket from the jump, was was interesting to me, or at least they they've got to win two more times to, to the, make it uh, through the losing bracket from the jump. Sorry, on the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance uh, text line, Russell of course says uh, Hogs baby. Trent says of all the places they had to pick Nebraska, who in the heck wants to go to Nebraska for vacation? All right, uh, Brett, you look at this, and of course, what has to take place today? Mississippi State versus Oregon State slated to go at two. Gators versus Arkansas. Obviously, Arkansas and Mississippi State in the driver's seat to make it to the championship series. The Gators and the Beavers both have to win twice. What do you make of the Final Four and how this thing plays out this weekend? I, I think I think Arkansas 
is poised really well just because Florida's had to make it through the loser's bracket to get here, and they've got to win twice to to beat Arkansas, as you just mentioned. So the, the pitching is, is in Arkansas's favor just because they've been resting for two days, whereas Florida's had to bust their butts and, and use up some pitching just to get here. You would imagine that's going to catch up with Florida before the end of it, but these are the reigning national champions for a reason. Uh, for, for Mississippi State, they could really use a win Friday. They could really use a win in today's game because if you get into a winner-take-all, one-game situation against a lineup this good, you're, you're opening yourself up to, to a world of hurt. They could really use an awesome start from Jacob Billingsley this afternoon, not only because it would end this and get them to the championship series, but it, it seems pretty likely that if Mississippi State does have to play a Saturday game, they would use their ace, Ethan Small, uh, which is good news for that Saturday game, but you would also love to have your ace for, for a championship series if if you get there. So I think if uh, – I mean, it's, it's obvious just based on the math, but if, if Mississippi State's going to get to the championship series, they really need to do it today because if they go to Saturday, the, the odds – I don't want to say the odds aren't in their favor, but they definitely dwindle pretty significantly. From uh, the, the tweets I've seen from you and some of the video, it appears you have a great relationship with interim head coach uh, Gary Henderson. Obviously, no more talk about them uh, removing that tag. They're just going to let this thing play out and see how it goes. Uh, yeah, the, the decision hasn't been made yet, but it, it, it's funny how uh, I think I think it was telling that Auburn's coach got a pretty big extension yesterday. Um, I, I almost wouldn't be surprised if that was kind of a reaction to Mississippi State's decision made privately but not been made public yet because the season is, is going on. I mean, it's, it is kind of funny how no one's talking about the status of the Mississippi State head, head coach job anymore. I mean, this, they, they want to let this ride. They've, they've made that pretty clear in, in interviews with me. They want to keep this thing going uh, for, for years to come, and, and it seems more likely than not that – they'll be given that opportunity just because if they punch this ticket to the championship series, this interim staff will have done in three months the same thing that it took John Cohen, the former baseball coach and now athletic director, 10 years to do. He was, he was a baseball coach at Mississippi State for 10 years, got to the championship series once. This interim staff could do that in their first three months on the job. I don't know how you pass that up. It just doesn't make much sense to me. Pretty incredible journey, pretty incredible story considering where this program is and now you up there covering the College World Series this week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a wild ride and one that's just been totally unexpected. It's been interesting how their personalities have kind of changed over the course of, of this ride. You know, they're, they're, cutting, they're cutting up, they're making jokes, they're, they're really having a lot of fun with it right now, which, which is, uh, personality was just totally void this time three months ago. It just was not there. You thought they were robots. It didn't really have that. But once they, I think it's a testament to this interim staff, quote-unquote, interim, and how they've kind of settled into their roles and how the players have reacted to them within those roles. They aren't seen as something that is temporary, although everyone knows they could be. Uh, it, it's obviously a point of discussion, but they aren't really seen as something that's temporary. They're, they're treated like they are the full-time staff, even though that has yet to become official. 
All right, Brad Hudson, the final question. The video that now has gone viral, it is infamous. The Mississippi State fan, the name of uh, Terry Powell, interviewed by an Omaha TV station, and, and Powell says, the sacrifices we personally made to get here are incredible. My wife's boyfriend sold his prosthetic leg on Craigslist to afford me the opportunity to be here. Have you seen Terry Powell, and you, have you tracked him down for an interview yet? <laughs> I have not seen him yet. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that that video uh, came out after Mississippi State won their last game, and we haven't been to the ballpark with fans since then. I really want to track him down. Uh, he's, I, I didn't know this, but apparently he has a Twitter account that he's been known to just kind of poke around and, and make jokes on. So <laughs> now that I know more about Terry, it doesn't surprise me that he would he would troll a poor local TV reporter like that. But that was, I mean, that's got to be one of the best moments of the College World Series. That was unbelievable. That was that was the talk of the press box for, for a good 24 hours or so. He's he's a legend in, in sports writer culture. I don't know that that's worth anything at all, but it's it's a fact. He can he can wear it on his chest for the rest of his life if he wants. His acting skills were phenomenal. Oh, man. Give, give the man an Academy Award for that. I, I couldn't have kept a straight face through that. Well, first of all, I wouldn't have had that thought because I'm not that yeah. funny. But even if I were, I wouldn't have been able to keep a straight face through that. T- Terry Powell for president, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Uh, Brett, uh, fantastic stuff. We certainly want to follow you throughout the weekend. If Mississippi State makes a run at this thing, what do we need to do, bud? Everything is on Twitter, at, at Brett underscore Hudson. I'm, I'm writing about Rally Bananas now, so I'm, I'm just a, a thrilling Twitter follow right now. Uh, but Friday at 2 and then Saturday to be determined, um, everything is on Twitter, at Brett underscore Hudson. Thank you, bud. Enjoy Omaha. Thanks, guys. Talk to you all later. Yeah. Man, how good was that clip? Oh, uh, yeah, a couple things. That clip, he was so believable. Yeah. Like, when you watch it, y'all talked about his acting. I mean, seriously, it, it's it, it's easy to be fooled by it because he was so serious. The TV station is saying they, they knew that it was kind of a little bit I'm of I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> sure, yeah, I would say that too. Uh, another thing, though, the after Florida won last night, the SEC is 6-1 and one in the College World Series. Of course, we've talked about it at great length that three of the four teams remaining are from the SEC. That's the second time in CWS history that's happened. Yeah. Other time was 2011, and the SEC did that that time as well. Uh, one point, other point about Terry Powell, uh, and of course what he pulled on that TV station. You know, we've had a number of uh, gullible reporters in the time that I've been at KNOE for no. Yeah, just a few. And I was probably one of them at one point. But I'll, I'll go back to one story. And she, of course, has moved on and moved off to bigger and better places. You know how they always say, the green is greener on the other side. The but, grass is greener, yeah. yeah. So she, she, this reporter comes into a meeting. And there was a, a franchise that was going to open up in uh, – Monroe or reopen up and she comes and you always have to pitch story ideas and she says we just have to mark off this date on the calendar it's going to be a very important date the general manager has told me that the president is coming and they said the president of of this franchise and she said no the president will be here for the grand opening she bought it hook line and sinker oh my goodness (laughs) like I said she's moved on she's uh (laughs) god bless her right (laughs)
Uh, Russell's not buying, uh, of course, uh, Mississippi State. He says bananas have a short shelf life. Well played. <laughs> yeah, he also says hog lineup is solid top to bottom. The pitchers are fresh. And he says, I would rather play Mississippi State than Oregon State. I don't know. Something about Mississippi State right now. I don't know if it's voodoo or what. I just I, I wouldn't want to see Mississippi State. I, I get that Oregon State on paper is the more talented team. But Mississippi State right now is just playing too good a ball. Well, then he gets a little salty. Child molesters are not going to win. Yikes. Yeah. 888-993-7762. We're back after this. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some recruiting news. We look forward to catching up with Sam Spiegelman. He'll break it down for us. This should be a banner year for Louisiana football recruiting. And, of course, LSU is well on its way with getting, reportedly, the best, the number one prospect in the nation on board. The Morning Drive on Sports Talk 97.7. Back after this. Come to a peachy paradise, June 22nd and 23rd for the Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston. Friday, June 22nd, enjoy music from Lacey Cavalier and John King. Don't miss the rodeo, the peach art exhibit, lots of arts and crafts, and of course, the peach parade. June 23rd, we'll have a battle of the bands in Ruston's Railroad Park. Closing out the Peach Festival will be renowned New Orleans party band, Bag of Donuts. From top of the pop to rock songs to dance, all with that Bag of Donuts twist. The 2018 Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd, with a kids' fishing tournament, a peach art exhibit, games and carnival rides, a rodeo. That sounds like a lot, right? Well, it's not even half the story. Go check out more for yourself at louisianapeachfestival.org. The Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd. At First Guarantee Bank, we know what it takes to help businesses grow. Funds, precisely why we're making it easier than ever to afford a business loan. With fixed rates as low as 5.5% for five years, you could buy commercial property or equipment your business needs. And we'll even pay third-party closing costs up to $7,500. Now that's banking the way you do business. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. New money only, all loans subject to underwriting, creditworthiness, and bank approval. Available while funds last. For more information, visit fgb.net. In the South, June means lawn work is only half done. There's still a lot of grass cutting to do. So through the end of June, you can save 10% on all residential grade zero turn cup cadet mowers from Yard Power. YP has a huge inventory of mowers to choose from because Yard Power is your cup cadet superstore. All cup cadet zero turn mowers, 10% off through June 30th at Yard Power. Highway 165 North in Monroe and on Walter Plain just off Noon Dakadish in West Monroe. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the morning drive on Sports Talk 97.7. College World Series, as we said, continues later today. Uh, two games, Mississippi State versus Oregon State coming up at 2 o'clock. 
And then at 7, it's Florida versus Arkansas. We'll have more coverage on the World Series coming up at 8.30. It's our buddy up in Little Rock from the Fox affiliate. Wes Moore will join us then. Yeah, so we talked about the clip throughout that interview, and I felt like we need to actually play the clip. So, uh, Tabes, if you've got that cued, um, this is incredible. And the fact that the, the TV station says they were in on it, I hope they were in on well, it. Well, they're in on it now because the number of hits that's received on their Internet site and, of course, Facebook page has gone through the roof. Omaha reporter, of course, uh, scouring the crowd and stumbles across Terry Powell, Mississippi State diehard fan. And uh, he has a little fun with them, to say the least. Definitely did not dampen the spirits for the fans of this morning's College World Series game. The sacrifices that we personally made to be here are incredible. My wife's boyfriend sold his prosthetic leg on Craigslist to afford me the opportunity to be here. But they get alone time. And I get a chance to be in Omaha. Terry Powell is one of thousands of Mississippi State fans in Omaha. <laughs> That's so good. Like, and, and honestly, you need to watch it too because he's so believable the way he says that. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, hopefully. I don't even know how you could rattle that off. Yeah, yeah. And like, I pro- probably, I've, I've been in a situation before where somebody said something so crazy yeah. that you're convinced that you heard it wrong. Yeah. I'm sure that reporter was probably thinking the same thing. Like, did I, did I just hear that? Like, surely I'm missing something. And then you go back and watch well, the You're tape. probably throwing out the prosthetic leg. Once he says that, that throws you off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then he follows it up. How many times did they – They get some alone time. How many times did they rewind that and go, wait, did he actually say that? And listen, that that was a hilarious interview. And like like Brett said, that is stuff of legend. And, uh, yeah, good job, Terry. I ain't got no time for that. It's almost to that level now. Well, honestly, I think the I ain't got no time for that was more uh, candid and was more um, – I think that was real. This wasn't real. Yeah, well, that's true. So I give that a little bit more credit because that kind of became a natural thing. This was obviously – thought about and i hope rehearsed or else this guy's got a future in some other things yeah but it's just random a reporter is doing one of these little fan stories yeah. and stumbles across this True. guy yeah and i, I just want to i'd like to hear the raw part of the interview and he says some other stuff that's pretty remarkable he's <laughs> hadn't slept all week the guy that he's sharing a room with snoring all night long yeah, yeah. and then they get into the banana thing and he mentions a banana hammock i mean there's a lot of gold in that interview. yeah yeah you just Strike gold as a reporter, I guess. <laughs> Seven o'clock hour in the books to talk a little uh, recruiting news coming up after the break on the morning drive. Sports Talk 977 is presented by the injury attorney Jeff Guerrero in Monroe. If you or someone you know has been injured in an accident or has been the victim of medical malpractice, do what thousands of others have done. Go Guerrero. How do you like to spend your weekend? All work, no play? Get the most out of summer with a Hustler Raptor starting at $25.99. Here's Richie McKinney. Hustler mowers are built stronger and perform faster, allowing you more time to do the things you love. Right now, McKinney's has the Hustler Raptor for only $25.99. That's with a 42-inch welded steel deck and 22-horsepower Kohler engine, and you can finance with 0% for 42 months. Stop by McKinney's today, your outdoor superstore in Ruston, model number 93 Finance for qualified buyers. 
Come share a slice with Johnny's Pizza House at our new location on Jonesboro Road in West Monroe. It's right next door to our old location, but now with plenty of parking to choose from. Stop by with your friends and family and dine with us in our new casual dining area. Don't have time to stay and visit with us? Not a problem. With our new no-wait grab-and-go menu, we can have you in and out in a matter of minutes. Just another way that Johnny's Pizza House can help share a slice with our customers. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.